Quirk, Quirk, what is up, Web3? What is up, Quirkies? Good morning, should I say, rather. This is episode three of the Quirky Cast. I am your man, Jordan Reigns, at 50 Shades of Drunk, if you want to follow me on Twitter. Today, I've got a very special episode of the podcast for you guys today. I'm going to hit this intro, and we're going to jump right in. Let's do it. all right quirky fam and any other web three people out there friends as we like to say in the space welcome in my name is jordan rains like i said this is the quirky cast today's episode this is show number three i'm going to be bringing on my first quirky community member. We're going to be chopping it up, learning about him, his entry into the space, finding quirkies, what Web3 means to him, etc. But before we get to that, I want to remind you of a couple of things. Um, one, you can do me a big favor. Go uh, leave a five-star rating and a positive review for the show. That would be awesome. You know, there's that's all I'm going to ask of you, you know, besides listening, obviously. Go do that. That would be awesome. Get the show out there. Get more people involved in Web3 in the onboarding of, you know, people into the space. Um, two, I want to remind you of the purpose of this show. Um, it's to document, to entertain, educate, and engage in Web3 from the perspective of someone or someone's a little bit quirky. All right. That's kind of where our community comes from, the alternative lifestyle, the quirky community. Um, so that's what we, you know, that's that's my first real big community in the fantasy space. Or not fantasy. That's what I do on my, on my other other thing, on my other podcast, but in the Web3 space. Um, and it's, a, it's an awesome community. And I want you guys to get to know it a little bit. Um, last disclaimer before we jump into things. I am just a quirky community member. I am not part of the quirky team. I do not officially part of, you know, the quirkies brand. I just hold some quirkies and I am very bullish on the project and I'm doing my part for the community based on the skill set and the interest that I have. And I think that is best served right now with this podcast. So um, appreciate you all. And now I'm going to bring in my guest, my first ever quirky guest, the man, the myth, the legends. If you are on the spaces, ladies and gentlemen, that is Clus1986. What's up, brother? Not too much. How's it going? Quirk, quirk. Quirk, quirk. I am good. It's good to have another quirk on here. IRL, this is really fun. You know, we've talked a bit in the spaces, which if you guys are not familiar with spaces, listen to this in a podcast form. That is uh, the kind of the voice platform that Twitter offers people. Uh, come check it out. Come quirk around with us. Anybody and everyone is welcome. But uh, yeah, uh, really excited to get into uh, learning a little bit more about a, a prominent community member, someone who is definitely, um, you know, doing his part for the community as are we all, which is really what Quirkies are all about. But how are you doing today? This this wonderful Sunday, man. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I can't complain. Like I was in spaces earlier this morning and uh, just kind of like chilling and relaxing before I'm back on like the daily grind during the week. So it, it was just pretty refreshing to be able to hop on and be able to uh, share my quirk story and my story of Web3 with you guys. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm really excited, you know, just to be on this journey, be in this space. Um, Quirkies is such an, you know, I said on Space the other day, I'm not normally, uh, most people wouldn't call me optimistic. You know, I'm not necessarily a bright, sunny disposition, which is, you know, but if you look at Quirkies, they really are a positive movement in the space. Um, 
and I'm really kind of on board. And as someone who's skeptical, you know, when I'm going in, I'm going all in on Quirkies. I'm going in on the community. And let's go ahead and talk about the community a little bit. We've had a lot of fun this last week learning and exploring the traits of our Quirkies. Um, we have watched multiple since the last show. We've had five, six, seven one of one sales. We've had multiple double digit ETH sales. Our floor is over one ETH. Not that that super matters, but I mean, the last show was less than a week ago, and I think we were like 0.5. So things are moving. You know, it's not just me sitting here talking, like things are actually happening out in Web3. And we want you all to be a part of that. So one of the things we're doing on this show is we're going to highlight one of our favorite traits, and we have trait of the week. Last week's trade of the week was the UFO, uh, the green UFO around the antenna. And today's trade of the week is one that my man Klus uh, and I share. Klus and I share. Um, that is the blue mega mohawk. And he has got it on his PFP quirky 3577. What drew you to your quirky? Um, like this quirky in particular, um, uh, it was just basically rarity. I'm, I'm not going to lie or try to front about it. Like um, I had in total like five quirkies. I bought three for aesthetics and then two for rarity. So um, one of them I sold just, just to kind of like free roll the rest of them. I sold at like 0.45 on the pump up, just my least favorite one. And people are like, oh, why are you going to do that? Well, you know, I, I want to protect myself and my initial investment. So I wanted to take a little bit off the off the table, but um, unfortunately, I had another one listed on Looks Rare, and I totally forgot about it. So on the, I believe I like listed it at like point one three six when we were only at like point two or something. I was like, all right, yeah, whatever. I put it on Looks Rare, kind of forgot about it, and then everything started heating up. So I started delisting everything on Open OpenSea. So I delisted everything on OpenSea. I was like, all right, all good. And then I was like laying down and um, my Telegram bot went off and it showed that I had like a 1.36 at sale. I'm like, well, what the hell What the hell did I sell? <laughs> so I go on my OpenSea and I see my like quirky transfer and I'm like, well, I, I thought I canceled everything. And then I like go on uh, Etherscan and I saw it came from LooksRare and I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> So Dang. Uh, you got to always remember um, if you list on multiple platforms to list on multiple platforms. Dude, you definitely learn quick on Web3 from your mistakes because generally they are costly when they do occur. Um, we've all definitely and anybody that's new to the space don't you know nobody's come into this space and you know batted a thousand we've all done stupid things we've all initiated contracts that we probably shouldn't have we've all probably joined discord we shouldn't have we've all been a part of things that didn't work out you know that's part of humanity but as as it were you still have to get out there you know and, and learn about the space and hopefully we're creating a safe place here with the quirkies community to do that now before i go on before we jump into the the meat of the show the the interview i wanted to quickly again shout out the trait of the week that is the blue mega mohawk if you have that trait if you're on the uh twitterverse go follow us on at quirky cast nft and drop us your quirky uh, we would love to see it uh like i said that's a trait myself and plus share for our pfps right now pretty underrated trait only uh 0.82 percent how many did you say actually have that trait uh i believe it's 41 in the total collection 
Yeah. So a pretty, pretty, pretty solid, uh, pretty unique trait. You don't see a lot of them floating around out there. Just wanted to highlight it this week. This collection has so many cool traits. Um, I mean, we'll, I mean, it's going to be fun to go through them all and to talk through who has their PFPs and why they chose their, their PFPs and what traits attracted them and see who has uh, similar PFPs and interests and things like that. So uh, before we jump into things, I want to remind you all, there is a big space being held. Again, if you're not on Twitter, you should hop on Twitter. Big space held on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Looks like Pacific time for that. That will be held by NFT Prez, Casanova Queen, Real Crypto Poppy. Those are some big uh, community members. And we will be joining in It's Dana Taylor, uh, who is a model. Now she's a, a Degan and she's into the quirky. So if you all want to come hop up, say what's up, quirk out with us, have a little internet party uh, Tuesday night. You know what, what Drake say, got the club turning up on Tuesday. So we'll be there. We will be quirking out. I bet it's going to be a good time. I'll try to remember to put the link for that in the description of the show if you're on the podcast. So if I don't come yell at me on Twitter. Um, and I just want to let you all know the next show we will have Dave versus Axie on. He is a one-for-one one holder and one of our uh, awesome community members as well. So he will be the next show that we have. So just gear up for that. And yeah, let's go ahead and jump into you, my man, Klus. Now, you didn't want to dox yourself, give your name and all that, and that's totally cool. Um, but without doing that, what can you tell us a little bit, you know, just about you? I, For instance, when I opened up the show, I kind of told people my, you know, but my other podcasts and my other interests are fantasy football, um, I do like podcasting, you know, I have a little, my little bit of my web three background, but what can you tell us about you as a person, um, without, you know, telling us who you are and your seed and all that? All right. Well, um, uh, it, it, I could tell you that like, for like, I, I've been investing for a, a few years now and I discovered blockchain, uh, like seven years ago, uh, but never really invested in it. I was more interested in the technology piece. It's when I was like, just doing like uh, front end development just for fun. Um, but I really, uh, caught an interest in blockchain technology because, uh, my, uh, real life job, uh, without giving too much away, um, basically we were, we had like a learning management system and I was trying to figure out a way to, um, basically get, uh, to enforce desired behaviors within, um, uh the environment in which we worked so then we started uh talking about like what can we do so i i i talked about like why don't we create like our own digital currency and then for those desired behaviors uh basically give out the that digital currency that could be exchanged for like rewards within our own ecosystem and <laughs> so um basically it probably took about like three years for them to figure out how to do it um and then once it got off uh it, it was pretty successful so everyone kind of liked it but it, it didn't catch on as much as i thought it would because i guess people still uh during that time liked like physical money even though that's useless and th we could talk about that a different podcast i could talk about that for hours mm -hmm. how it's like inefficient yeah. <laughs> but um yeah so then uh i've been like researching like web3 blockchain for like the past like two and a half years or so um like digital currency tokenomics nfts uh i've consulted for i think like three nft projects 
uh, help with project roadmaps, community building engagement, uh, building like token incentive design systems and like DAO organizational efficiency. Uh, so like that's kind of like my experience. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like you are definitely um, have been in the space a while coming from a, a background that is definitely utility uh, driven, you know, creating a self-contained ecosystem where you can kind of through your contracts enforce certain behaviors. That's the kind of stuff people were definitely talking about in, you know, the early Web3, what, 2000 is probably 17, 18, 16. Yeah, something around there. Now the whole, you know, the meta has definitely changed and the space is evolving, but um, that stuff is definitely valuable, you know, and I think it's one of those things where you're probably ahead of your time, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I think those those kinds of things are not going away by any means. Maybe they've fallen out of uh, style per se for the moment, but sounds like uh, you definitely have some some real, real chops on the blockchain. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just like the way you like see things. And like, for me, like, I like my backgrounds, like in operations and like process improvement and like systems and stuff like that. So whenever I can figure out a way to get like the desired behavior in the most efficient type of way or get from point A to point B with the and reduce the friction that's involved in the whole process, I those those are the things that kind of like get me going so i just uh i guess like a hobby of mine is just like in like making things just more efficient like certain things that aren't efficient it kind of like bothers me so i just try to look for like the best way to optimize and improve it dude that's i mean we could go into a whole side <laughs> tangent i am 100 with you i actually just came from uh, talking to a buddy where he was talking talking about getting into NFTs and he's like, well, we should do it on the some other chain. And I was like, that's great. And I love that you want to do that. But at the same time, you kind of sometimes just have to meet people where they are. And I was like, and Ethereum is, I mean, that's kind of where people are at the moment. But it is really frustrating when you can cut down on fees and transfers and stuff, just doing something differently. But it's just not what people want. So I definitely uh, can understand that, that whole mindset of solving that puzzle of efficiency and seeing things kind of like from a, a step back and saying okay this is working but is it working how much better could it work you know yeah exactly yeah i love that mindset that i mean that's that's exactly what i mean that that's just something so you can't really put a dollar amount on that kind of a, a thought pattern in my in my opinion so that alone awesome i'm so glad that you're in the quirkies environment that makes me happy um so walk me through, you know, that's, you know, kind of a little bit of your background, but through Web3, you know, I'm seeing here that you looks like your early, some of your early uh, projects you were involved in was IOTA, ADA. Um, I was definitely, I remember when those all kind of started coming out, uh, Ripple, I remember watching, I literally had my Coinbase app open when Bitcoin Cash went from, I don't know, it was like $3,000 to like 20 bucks or something in like one second like that was quite a day um so those are some <laughs> old school web three uh journeys but it looks like you were poking around back then you know from crypto to nfts like what has that transition been like and what do you see like with between those two ecosystems as far as their, their similarities and their differences okay so like from a crypto side like i'm extremely picky about like the coins i choose because they have to like just meet certain criteria like are they are they filling like a niche 
And how important is that niche in the overall uh, ecosystem of blockchain in general? And then is it interoperable? Is there a composability? Um, and the most important factor is, is it scalable? So like a lot of these chains, um, they run into the, 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 the issue of scalability. And then like, you'll have like something like Solana, which you can scale, but it's a, it's predominantly centralized. And then you run the risk of the chain not working, which has happened, I believe like two or three times this year. And they like run on uh, the consensus of proof of history. So that's a little bit different than like proof of stake and everything else. It's just like a different consensus model. But um, I actually just uh, bought uh, a little bit of bag of Ripple the other day because all the FUD <laughs> that was going around with uh, the sanctions in Russia, it just um, really made me a little bit more bullish on Ripple because I know they have um, partners in uh, Asia and they're currently still working with them. Right now, I think like the only thing like Ripple is not able to do is like operate in the united states so oh big deal for me i, I don't really care about that mm -hmm. but um i see nfts as a great way to onboard people into DeFi because it comes with like the whole staking like uh interacting with contracts and staking your nfts and earning that coin and then learning to swap that coin in a liquidity pool so i think it's like the perfect um way to introduce people into like the greater like universe of crypto and what's the best way to do that uh it's probably in the form of collectibles and games and, and that's why we've seen like so much hype around all of these new mechanisms coming out with nfts whether it's like staking breeding tokens merging fusion whatever you want to call it whatever like the buzzword of the week is so um, it, it just really depends on a lot of things, but I think NFTs will eventually onboard the majority of people into like DeFi liquidity pools, the, the whole world of decentralized finance, because right now, um, there's such a huge barrier to entry for, uh, the old system, traditional finance. And like a lot of these markets, and mechanisms to generate wealth and have that passive income are not available to uh, the typical user. So what is so appealing to me with like NFTs and crypto is that NFTs are becoming the onboarding for crypto and DeFi, which will then allow people to interact with new forms of earning like passive income. And that's something that a majority of people don't understand. And I think that falls back to just the lack of financial literacy and understanding of finances that the typical typical person doesn't have. Because like, let's face it, in uh, schools today, they don't have financial literacy courses that teach you about earning interest or credit or how there are all these like middlemen in like the credit industry. And then like each time you swipe your credit card, that's 3% away from um, that like small business or anything like that. So what crypto does is it reduces the friction and basically eliminates the middlemen. So <laughs> um, 
I I think like in the next few years, you're gonna start seeing um a lot more automation in like payment systems, and you're gonna see a lot of these middle companies just go out of business because they're gonna be so antiquated that there is no longer a use for them. And it's gonna allow small businesses and people to retain their monetary value and become their own self-custodians. Nice, nice, nice. I agree with you completely. I kind of want to pair it back to you again to you what you kind of what you just kind of described, but you you know, you feel like NFTs are the are a great onboarding tool into web three and by proxy cryptocurrency because the the NFT gives you access to a collectible or a community. Those communities will give you then access to opportunities for financial upside, something that you cannot get or is not as easily accessible outside of Web3. Is that kind of essentially a, 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 kind of what you kind of were saying there? Yeah. So like NFTs are like the onboarding tool, right? And mm -hmm. then like um, you'll have different utilities. Like so you can stake your NFT, then earn a token. So that whole idea of staking falls back to DeFi because that you stake your initial yield and then you earn additional compounded yield on that. Mm -hmm. So it, it's basically a very similar process, but with a different mechanism. And then you add the community um, that then onboards those individuals into learning how to stake and how to operate their NFTs and use their NFTs in that way. And then it almost creates that aha moment with the individual when they start like rabbit holing and like, oh, yeah this is what DeFi is. So I just have to like take my token, put my tokens here, stake that token, just like I would an NFT. And then I earn this yield and just swap it in a liquidity pool. Why I, wouldn't I do that? Yeah. It gives people, like you said, it gives people an opportunity to do things, make their money do things that they didn't know was possible. Yeah, it's fake money. But like you said, if it can be moved into the liquidity pool, it can be moved into liquidity. Um, and by, you know, by empowering the individual, the individual will, you know, hopefully in return, empower the community so that you see this, this, uh, you know, this positive reinforcement of one and the other by the community coming around these people and helping them financially. These people, again, will pour back into the community. So it's kind of a rising tide effect. And it's something um, I think that, you know, it really gives, like I said, it, it really just gives you financial upside and opportunity and ways to use money that or create money, you know, literally kind of create money in ways that passively that you literally cannot do in um sort of the the, the current financial infrastructure so um that's awesome it sounds like you are definitely uh you know thinking big brain on this you know bringing as many people into it as it can and you know it is about empowering the individual that's kind of the thing i love about web3 is um you know you see it time and again it's about the individual it's about the artist and it's about the the creators um, you know, it's about empowering those people and then rewarding those people as well um, and trying to make sure that the ecosystem continues to do that. Um, I'm looking here a little bit at your what you wrote in our show sheet um, it says you uh, you set up your MetaMask and then you kind of got some good trades going. What was the first NFT you bought? <laughs> um, it, I think it was a Crypto Atom. It's like a, a more of a like archaeological, uh, like one of the historic NFT plays. Uh, one of my buddies is like really big into like historical NFTs. So I still have it. Um, 
it was like uh i think it's like like 2017 2018 nft that came out so it's relatively older than like what's in most people's wallets so i i have that just like stashed away at the bottom of my wallet but i have a bunch of like trash i'm not gonna lie i bought um a crypto rug uh and those crypto rugs uh basically on each crypto rug they had uh famous projects that were rugged and i (laughs) and i just thought that was like kind of funny i I thought that i thought that might be a good play um i did oh man there's just so much bad stuff i bought oh yeah so much bad stuff and then like it got to the point where i was just like you know what i'm losing more money than i'm making in nfts so i I was like talking to my buddy druid um and uh he works for uh the the largest generative uh art company in web3 i'm I'm not going to say their name or anything but uh you would know him by his pfp he's a he got a crypto punk and he was able to like to trade his way up to a crypto punk and then basically I, I was like talking to him about like all this trash that i was missing <laughs> like, bro, <laughs> tell me how you did that <laughs> and he was like yo bro to be honest like take a day and just hang out in the larva lads lar- <laughs> larval labs uh punk chat and like just just see what you see see if you see anything interesting i'm like like in there like all day all day just chilling in there and then um uh, an og punk kilo posts this contract that you have to mint from the contract and like at this point i've never minted from a contract so i copied it all and threw it in my uh my telegram alpha chat with like a, a bunch of whales and vcs and like ogs in the space and uh someone posted a video right away of like how to mint from contract so I minted two, another buddy minted like 10, another buddy minted like 20, and it turned out to be anonymize. And if you don't know about like anonymize, is it's like on-chain, like really, really amazing coding done by like mouse dev and um OX and Arashi. I think I'm saying his name right, but like they're just like solidity whizzes like beyond beyond like anything i've seen before so like they did all of this on chain and they built in a deflationary mechanism where you can re-roll your traits and then all you would have to do is pay for gas and each time you re-rolled it would burn the previous trait so it took a collection um i forgot what the initial collection was and what it ended out to be but like it was like one third the total collection so it was just never seen before and then you were able to then stake that nft and then earn chief and um then you could use chief to buy other mice that haven't been bought yet or burned yet so instead of buying more mice what i did was i took advantage of the arbitrage on the liquidity pool and I was just cashing my chief out for F. <laughs> um, some people would have bought more mice, but I was like, all right, I, I, I just wanted to capitalize on that situation. So then um, I became a mod in there and I was a mod in there for like uh, a couple months. 
and then I like sold my first one at like 3.5 and then the next at 6.7. And then I kind of like started doing my own thing. And granted, I only ever put one ETH total into NFTs. I haven't put any extra money into NFTs. So long story short, I basically like flipped all of that. And now I have over like like 500 nfts like my portfolio is half garbage but like half like pretty good stuff i mean i still have like my chain runners and all that kind of stuff dang nice nice i'm uh i was definitely not around for the what, what were they called that you got the contract for anonymize anonymize so essentially whenever you would re-roll them you would like kill a mouse so you're kind of making them rare every time you do it that's interesting and then people would burn the least rare ones which was actually kind of funny because then the least rare became, became rare. more rare <laughs> yeah that's so interesting you have like all of a sudden like 30 people of you know burn something there's only 60 of and now it's like the trait to have that's Damn, that's crazy. That yeah, like that, cool that was that was big brain of them. Yes, yeah, very big brain. Like a fantastic community, and they still like have like some of the best alpha. I know that's you awesome. either need like a baby mouse or just like a regular mouse to gain access to that alpha discord, but you'll get like whitelist opportunities and they knew about uh the Disney stuff before everybody else. So there, yeah. So, I mean, like, if you're a mouse, you're in. Yeah. Mice rule the internet. Is that what I'm learning today? Well, because <laughs> um, in Anonymize, you got, like, a bunch of groups converging. So you got, like, Cyber Kongs yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. You got, like, OG Punks. And then um, you have, like, OG Mice who create their own communities. Like, the Habibis is made from, like, an OG uh, Mice mod, uh, NFT Ramo. And then he created the first like whitelist market where you stake your Habibis and then you could use the oil generated from your Habibis to purchase whitelists. So like you got a lot of people doing a lot of creative things. Nice, nice. And that's, you know, for anyone new, you know, listening again, this this podcast is to educate, entertain, help onboard people to Web3. You're never going to know everything that's going on. The important thing is to know a handful of people that know a handful of people that know a handful of people that you trust. That is it right there. That is the key. And, you know, you get access to I mean, it's not even about like not having access, but it's, again, that level of trust and camaraderie, knowing that you are invested in the same thing this other individual is. That's what Quirky's is. That's kind of why we're connecting right now. You know, I'm not in the mouse chat, but I'm talking to you and you are in the mouse chat. So, you know, what I mean, like it's kind of seven degrees from Kevin Bacon. But I mean, on Web3, you can literally be one to one step away from anybody. Um, so I encourage anybody and everybody, you know, like you said, half the stuff in your wallet's trash. Nobody wins all the time. Step out there with a little bit of what you got and, you know, start making some connections, start engaging even a tiny bit. Um, and you know, a lot of that happens on Twitter before we go towards the, uh, kind of the next little bit, you know, about identifying quirkies, et cetera, et cetera. Anything else you want to, uh, comment on about, you know, kind of your journey into or in web three, uh, up to this point. Oh, yeah. I just want to say I do not own mice anymore like my my buddies do. So I get the alpha from them. Like my buddies own like a bunch of Habibis, some Cyber Kongs, like CryptoPunks. Um, a couple of them own Doodles. 
Um, one of my buddies is uh, a mod for the Habibis. So I just, I guess I, I, and then a couple guys I know are VCs and all that stuff. So like, I don't know, like it's all about who you know. And like, these aren't people like I met like on the internet. Like these are all like people like I either met in like high school or met in college or they're friends of people in college. So it, it just turned out to be like um, one of those things that just came full circle one day. Yeah, it is crazy. You know, I mean, people, you end up finding people that you never knew you had a connection with, or like you said, come in full circle. All right. So we've established, you know, who you are, where you come from, from the Web3 background. You know, you obviously have been doing a lot of things. Uh, so you have a lot of experience. So let's talk about Quirkies. Um, what attracted you to the project initially? And, you know, again, like, what about your quirky do you, you know, did you identify with? Like, what kind of in the project first caught your eye? And then what kind of led you into really buying in? Okay, so I first noticed, uh, noticed quirkies on Icy Tools, the volume. And you'll probably hear a lot of people who didn't mint probably say, like, yeah, they saw it, like, either on, like, Icy Tools or NFT Nerds or, like, Nansen or, or one of the, like, major tools out there. So I saw it. And then I saw the art and I was like, oh shit, this is something special. Like this is unique. It doesn't look like doodles. It's not another ape. Thank God it's not another ape. Nothing <laughs> against like apes or anything. Cause we love the Bayak community. Like we love doodles. We love mm -hmm. punks. We love everybody. We welcome everybody in quirkies, but um, it was just like something different. And then I like, I shared it with a couple of my friends. I'm like, look, I know nothing about this project. I just got a feeling about it. And like, I've done that with like a couple other projects. Like I did that with like mutant cats and stuff like that. And if you didn't know, if no one knows about mutant cats, they like ended up like shooting up to like, like three ETH or something. And like, I ended up selling it like two ETH or something. I had a few of them. So it, it, it was just like, sometimes I get a feeling about it and I, like, I had no knowledge. I didn't do any research and like, I don't recommend people just like aping in like that. And like, I never ape into a project, but when I saw quirkies, I like, I, th I bought five, just like, boom, right then and there. Cause I'm pretty conservative, uh, when it comes to like mitigating my own risks. And then, uh, my other buddy diesel. Um, he ended up uh, buying like nine or something and then going after like the rainbow mouse. So that was like his deal. And then we started joining the, then we joined the discord and then we figured out what quirkies was all about during uh, that first like spaces, uh, the community spaces where sin hopped on and started like talking about where they got the inspiration from and how it stemmed from like skateboarding, surfing and snowboarding and like, a lot of a lot of my friends we just grew up skateboarding so that like really like hit us like at at the core of everything and like kind of like brought us back to like growing up and everything and like what we did for fun and then like other buddies they snowboard I, i'm not gonna lie i never surfed before i've i live on the east coast we have no waves so, uh so um but with that being said it was just like the original the originality of the art and like the detail that went into producing the art because there's like pieces 
in the quirkiest collection that you don't even know like some some piece of that art exists until you actually like zoom in and like really examine what finch did with this art like it, it's just like crazy how like some of the details are and like you'll find like cues hidden on your like quirky that you didn't even know existed before so basically like me and just a couple of my buddies just like aped into it and then a couple of our other friends are like yo why don't you call us and we were just like yo we posted it in the calls chat like <laughs> we're, we're not going to give you like a a phone call and be like hey man I'm like gonna walk you through it <laughs> yeah like, you understand yeah. how this works <laughs> yeah like yeah let, let, let me pitch you this idea no i did no research whatsoever i didn't care it looked cool Bro. regardless if it went to zero i was gonna buy it yeah that's so funny this is i'm gonna okay first off this is from one of my buddies who is i don't I, before i came into the community i only know like three people who did nfts and one of those my buddies named angelo fantasy and he's uh out of Chicago, and he does some stuff that's really uh, analyzing uh, draft picks and how they move their bodies, and he works in the fantasy. But he's one of the only guys I know that's in NFTs. He looks and sounds just like you, which is really tripping me out right now. But I texted him. This is why I texted him a month and a day ago. I said, if you're looking for a quick flip with some potential upside, looks like Quirkies are on fire right now. I said, I'm about to, I'm about, I just bought two at 0.25 an hour ago, and the floor is up to 0.3 and still climbing. And I said, 5,000 supply, dope art, similar to doodles, but honestly, maybe cooler. And his response, because he's like you, he's very like, well, let's talk about this. He's like, interesting, team doxed. And I said, no idea, exclamation point, YOLO ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like sometimes you like, look, if yeah. if you sometimes like go into all that research, you might now have to pay like three times as more. Mm -hmm. so like sometimes it's worth to do your do your research and like sometimes you just gotta go with your gut feeling I'm intuition not saying, like, go with your gut feeling 24 7 trust that. yourself exactly <laughs> you will lose money a lot if you're just like oh i like this click 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 oh man you burn through f yeah but at the same time too just, you can't just follow everybody else either because it's like nobody really has access to you know anything nobody else does at least you know give an hour or two you know everything uh, ends up out there i mean like there's a few like wallets i follow like uh i follow like ryan sterling i follow uh mason crow i don't mint everything mason crow mints because not everything he mints i i necessarily like um same with like uh golden chick she's an og in this space um not many people like follow her or anything but like I, I follow her wallet. I follow my buddy Druid's wallet. Um, but like, I'm kind of priced out of the stuff that uh, Druid might buy sometimes. Nice, nice. Well, shit, sounds like uh, I need to start following your wallet. Um, <laughs> all right, so my next question is, you know, you entered the community. You saw that was cool. You know, what kept you in the community? Because I'll be honest, I mean, literally in my message to my buddy, I was like, I think this is going to get some gas and we can flip out. I literally like have I'm still sitting on the first quirky I bought after I messaged him that um, I thought I would flip out, too. And it's one of these things where suddenly I'm like, this is my life now. Like, I am a quirky. My quirky is me. Like, I made like this podcast. I mean, I haven't even owned a quirky for a month. Like, what am I doing? You know, but I'm here. And so are you. So what is it about quirkies um, that really makes you feel comfortable uh, that even though it isn't an established project necessarily in web three terms, you know, as far as time, 
a month, but it seems to have some very serious legs. And before we go into that, I just want to say, you know, I, I'm pretty new to the Web3 space again, and I've watched for a while. I bought my first NFT probably about six months ago, which was a super utility project, and I've waited to kind of pounce in. I've been listening to some of these other spaces that are not quirky spaces. It's dark days out there for some of these people. Like, it is some scary shit. Like, guys coming up and saying, hey, I own 25 of your thing. Are we going to do something soon? And then the guy's like, yeah, we're going to do something soon. Who's next? That's some scary ass shit, okay? And that's not happening in quirkies. I just want to let you all know, okay? So if you're out there holding some stuff and people are, and it's getting scary, come over here because there are no there are no false promises. There's What's coming is what's here. The value of a quirky is based on what it is right now. There is no inflated narrative. There is no... You know, there are no lies and, you know, there's no hot air. It is what it is. And it's, it's you know, my buddy Doom, he calls it a movement, a lie. And it really kind of is, you know, it's and it's, it's very interesting. Um, before we, you know, I let you kind of do your other answer the question. I think something that's interesting about quirkies, and I'm going to bring this up a lot, is they're kid friendly. You know, you I can't like show my six year old son like a mutant ape. Like he looks at it and he's like, that's weird. That's scary. He'll sit there and he'll tell me that I need to unlike this quirky because it's not as cool as the one next to it. And he's into it. And from a IP ownership, a brand ownership recognition ability to know that quirkies are something that could be on a cereal box, could be on a pair of five year old kids shoes, could be on diapers. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like they have a lot of upside that I think a lot of things in the community maybe don't that are trying to appeal to a high fashion or a super utility or a game. You know, I think quirkies really have a lot of um, utility and equity in spots that still have yet to be discovered. But anyway, wh what's keeping you in the community and what makes you feel so bullish? Um, the community. Uh, the community makes me feel so bullish just because all of the talent inside the community. It's not just the talent that the project that and the founders bring to it. It's broken jarhead creating these awesome graphics it's brain pasta doing the turkey quirkies it's brandon making the theme songs it's head hippie making the songs it's a lot of people doing like the groundwork marketing for it like uh doom said it's it's just more than a project it's actually a movement and i think it allows people to tap into that passion that they've always had and wanted to put it towards something and i think quirkies is that key that unlocks that passion for a lot of people like i personally think this is the most original type of project since doodles and and that's just my own honest opinion i know like people prefer projects that generate tokens however i see those types of projects higher risk in bear markets because you got to think of it like okay in a bear market people are like searching for liquidity so they're going to sell those tokens that's going to drop the token price and then people initially bought that nft to have to get that yield of a specific token price so then they're going to drop the floor of the nft so a lot of people don't look at correlation effects so like with quirkies we don't have to worry about any of that why because quirkies is a brand and like like you said in the beginning of the show i'm not a part of the team in no matter in no way shape or form and i don't speak for the quirkies project 
but I just see the brand having a huge potential to disrupt like skate, surf, snow, and merchandise as well as apparel as well. Like it's different, it's unique, it's eye-catching. And I, I know how people utilize board apes, punks, and doodles for like their like professional profile pictures on LinkedIn sites, but I believe Quirkies will eventually have that status by the end of this year. I mean, it's truly a unicorn in terms of the marketing um, that it has. I mean, like if you really look at the, the collection, the traits are universally friendly, like you said, for all ages, all demographics. There are no references to drugs, smoking, or anything like that. So from a marketing and branding point of view, it makes it extremely special. I mean, like, do you think Disney's going to buy a bunch of NFTs that promote drugs or smoking? Hell no. <laughs> Disney is a conservative family business. That's what it is. So it opens doors for like real life possible partnerships with large companies further down the road. So with that forward thinking by like Sin and the team paired with like the teaser videos that they're dropping makes me think this could potentially become a huge brand within the next year. So like, uh, like in terms of community, like there's a bunch of stuff like I think that we could probably improve upon, like including like an education channel within the discord that just kind of like tells people like the do's and don'ts and like what to do and what not to do. Like don't DM people, don't give away your seed phrase. It's just like stuff like that. Um, and then I think, um, uh, in the spaces this morning, uh, Taka mentioned about maybe like just even doing like a, a Quirky's wiki and having like each topic broken down into certain topics and then the community can build that out. So it's a lot of community like driven like value that's being added to this project. And like the other day, like in spaces, we were just sending F to like do giveaways to like people in, in spaces. And I think like, all right, they had something going. So like, let's say a few of us wanted to get together and create like a quirky DAO to support community giveaways. And the DAO would only buy floor quirkies. And then we just build enough runway so we can do like a, a monthly giveaway of a quirky or something like that just to give back to the community and get new people into the community. So there's like tons of ideas, <laughs> tons of stuff that we can do with this. Yeah, agreed. We have an awesome, awesome, awesome community of guys. And again, I've said it several times. I'm not an op. I mean, I'm a realist. People call me pessimistic, but I'm a realist, but I'm very optimistic about this. So that's, you know, makes me very happy to do what I'm doing now and to put my efforts and energy and my money into it. I'm just going to go ahead and just give a couple quick shout outs here. You gave us a shout out on Twitter today. You want to shout out payment cash, shout out NFT JD 21, shout out ask Roji Kush, uh, Kush underscore ETH and out shout out at the real Wanamina at Roy Maj at brain at tiny thug at Valerie three Michaels. You know, shout out Broken Jarhead, shout out Dave, shout out JPEG Poppy. Um, so many more people we could continue to shout out. Uh, shout out Fives, shout out to Brandon. Um, so many other people. Like, if I did not name you, that does not mean that I don't fuck with you and we don't fuck with you and we don't have big plans for you and with this community. Um, 
We love and appreciate everybody. I want to read the definition of quirk real quick, straight from the internet itself. Quirk, noun, a peculiar behavioral habit or a strange chance occurrence. feel like quirkies are both of those for a lot of us. They are peculiar. They're interesting. They're unique in a world, uh, in a Web3 world where everything's copy-paste. And a lot of us ended up here by total accident. Um, just, oh shit, what's that? I'm doing it. You know what I mean? And it's very... I don't know if you want to get into some, you know, meta, you know, what is it? The, the secret and the, the whole astro or, uh, uh, you know, the physics or the astrophysics or whatever. This isn't an accident. You know what I mean? Like it's really happening. The quirky, the quirky people found each other. You know, we're catching a wave. I know there's a lot of people. I feel like we're kind of gen two web three. You know, we weren't necessarily in on the top shot in the crypto punks and all that. Maybe there are some people out there doing that, but this is a big chance for a lot of people to uh, to make a difference and, you know, really, I don't want to say like have a come up, but establish themselves um, in a project and in something that can make a big difference in a big waves, uh, you know, on the Web, you know, where people spend more and more of their life and their time. And just to like bounce off of that, I know people are always like, oh, this is the next blue chip. Oh, this is the next blue chip. But um, I without a doubt believe that quirkies has the ability to be that like next blue chip uh-oh doggo alert <laughs> yeah what yeah. up pup? <laughs> yeah this is my dog jasper nice he's cute what's up jasper um i agree also want to shout out obviously sin obviously shout out finch you know eventually hopefully maybe if you guys hear this would love to have you boys on here uh you know to, to break things down to talk to the community um this is really fun. Um, before, you know, I, I feel like we've kind of touched on all the subjects we wanted to talk about. Uh, this has been an awesome conversation. I've really enjoyed, you know, getting to know you a little bit more one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. I really hope the Quirky family enjoys this. You know, like I said, y'all, you can do us a big favor. Leave us a five-star review and rating wherever you listen, if it's on iTunes or Spotify. Um, where can the Quirky fam go find you and how can they best support you? You know, on Twitter, um, or do you have like a you have a secret Twitch channel we can all be subscribed <laughs> to? What's going on out here? Uh, you can just like DM me on Twitter. That's probably like the easiest thing, or just hit me up in Discord or something like that. Um, but it's basically like just just keep spreading the like the word about quirkies and being positive and like yeah, we're gonna have haters and people trying to fud stuff, but don't take that personally and don't react to it instead of reacting to it just share knowledge about what we're doing and try to bring them into the community because we don't want to be that community who causes like keyboard warrior arguments on twitter and like spats going back and forth like that's not at all the like the quirky vibe like you we don't even really have that in our discord like once in a while like uh like someone will come in try to flood the project and like a couple of people will react then like we'll we'll just kind of like get back on track and just change the subject so exactly the best way to support me or find out more is just like engage i'm always in the spaces with everybody if if you need anything just ask if you want like me to take a look at something just ask um used to do like the whole consulting and advising thing and it it, it just really I, I just kind of wanted something more like uh, a more a more concrete type of project to work on like uh i it's nothing against like nfts or anything like that but like my passion is just like blockchain like 
decentralized, <laughs> like decentralized finance stuff like that. Just trying to like level the playing fields for everybody else, because yeah. um, in in reality, we're we're all trying to make it. And um, with quirkies, um, I would say just hold on at least the two quirkies, and I, I I think everyone will be happy with the floor price in a year, because um, I think we're. I, I think it'll it'll be some life changing money for a lot of people. Yeah, what you're saying without saying it, what it sounds like is not you financial. You can advice. make a lot. You can make money, you know, advising crappy NFT projects, but it's a lot more fun to just buy and engage in good NFT projects. That's what it sounds. You didn't say that, but it's what it sounds like <laughs> what I tried to say there. So yeah, like no one likes to shill shit. No one likes that. to kill shit, and even you know, only the slimiest motherfuckers actually enjoy it, and those are the ones you don't want to be hanging around. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, I'm not gonna like say any names like Flair or anybody, yeah. but yeah, yeah. And again, it takes time in the market. You'll realize who's who and what's what. Listen, quirky fam. Again, like he said, the number one thing you can do is just keep liking those posts, keep retweeting shit, keep dropping your po your quirkies, keep rating things. You know, it might feel like. Everything on your post is quirkies, but you know if you're following two or three hundred quirkies, it's gonna feel like that. Every day, somebody is gonna be exposed to quirkies that hasn't before because of something you do. All right, that's gonna make a difference. It does take all of us. Every quirky is unique. You know, we are all quirkies. It's gonna take everybody. Um, appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Want to remind you again, we do have the spaces that is on Tuesday. If you are listening to this, that'll be on Tuesday, the fifteenth, uh, five p.m. Pacific time that'll be hosted by NFT Prez. Um, that'll be hosted by Queen Casanova. It'll be with Poppy. Um, and we'll be kind of onboarding, meeting uh, one of our newer, bigger, quirky holders, you know, somebody uh, who who is, you know, I don't want to say they're an influencer, but they're somebody who, who, who fucks with us, you know, and they want to be part of this project on a real level. And sh let's show up, show out, and show them, you know, what quirkies are about and that we are accepting and we are thankful and we are proud of what we are and who we are. So come out Tuesday night, Dana Taylor. If you miss it, I'm sure it'll be recorded. I might talk to the guys. Maybe we can post it on the feed. I don't know. But we want to do anything and everything we can to keep everybody up to date on what's going on with Quirkies. Um, you know, and even it's been a week. So much has happened. Like I didn't even mention, like we gave away like five Quirkies on International Women's Day. Like gave them away. Like the community came together and just like dropped money into wallets. Like we were like, let's get more quirks. Let's show these women love. Let's let's do it. I mean, like this stuff is it's happening so fast and so often and so prevalently that it, I I I almost feel like we're gonna lose sight of how special what we're doing is. So we need to, you know, make sure we're recording this stuff and keeping it down. And we're only a month old, 31 days, something like that. Like this doesn't I mean it don't even make no sense. Let's just nope. put it that way. Oh, and uh, if people didn't know, uh, the tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Eric Ebron, joined, and uh, Detroit Red Wings hockey player uh, Chandler Pearson joined. They yep. they also hold quirky. So we have the strength and conditioning coach for uh, the the Rams Super Bowl Rams. What's his name again? John something. I, I completely forgot. I'm going to try to get him to come on the show because my other show is a fantasy football show. So I might do a, a mashup show, see if I can get him on and see if I can get a little training camp news, see what's up with Van Jefferson, see what's up with the old tight ends for the Rams this year. You know, who, who's looking good in the training room? You know, who's having the off season of a lifetime, you know, so I can show that to my fantasy peeps. So, well, um, well, it was definitely good for Stafford to finally get a Super Bowl, but we, we, that's a different conversation for a different podcast. I don't so. even, bro, we, I could <laughs> sit here and we could go back and forth with all that forever, forever. Uh, shout out Eric Ebron, my guy. Um, hopefully Deshaun Watson ends up on the Steelers. But again, we'll say that for a different podcast. Any final words for the community before we, we log off of here? Um, Just, uh, 
don't forget to listen to the podcast, smash the like, share it out, and um, keep supporting the, all the quirkies. You know, quirk, quirk to everybody. Uh, shout out to Sin, Finch, everyone in the founding team. Um, you guys have been doing a great job standing by us and keep being big brained, and we'll keep doing what we need to do as a community. Amen. All right. We are all quirks. We are all quirky. Quirk, quirk. Until uh, next time when I have Dave on, y'all. Be good. Gonna be dead laying in the dirt. Funny how you smart, but you still a nerd. Play your part.